0: Hello, gorgeous. Welcome to another episode of Unfuck Your Life, the podcast that celebrates you unapologetically embracing your awesome life. I'm Lisa. I'm your host. And before we get started with today's episode, would you do me a quick favor? If you haven't done so already, can you take a moment to follow this podcast? Hey, I really appreciate it. And thank you to all of you subscribers out there already. So if you've been listening for a while, you know that there's a lot of F-bombs being dropped and other things. A lot of things that shake up the way I was taught life should be, how women should behave, what women should expect from their lives. And there weren't classes for me. There there wasn't talk for me. There wasn't support in the way that I expected it as I was growing up. I didn't didn't grow up in an awful space. It's just that wasn't a priority. The priorities were don't chew gum with your mouth open. Don't speak unless you're spoken to. You must get all your schoolwork done. You must disappear. You must just all these kinds of things and lots of things in the environment that I grew up in where it wasn't always safe. It wasn't always safe to be me. It wasn't always safe to speak out. It wasn't always safe to share. And let me tell you, I've lived on, I've lived on six, excuse me, not on six different continents. I've lived in six different countries and I visited, I don't even know how many more. I'd have to check my passport and see because I'm not even sure anymore. And when I see mothers talking to daughters, not always, a lot of times, and it doesn't matter what language they are speaking, it is very obvious from the body language, from the looks, on the mom's face, on the little girl's face, on the not so little girl's face. Her energy, her life force, her self-esteem is all oozing like a puddle onto the floor. Am I the only one that's ever experienced that? Can you, can you relate? And I know what that feels like. And I'm a mom too. And I can remember catching myself one time and seeing that look on my daughter's face. And it was just like, you know what? Okay, this is a time for a paradigm shift. This is a time to break the pattern. And I was so focused on my sweet little girl that I grew up feeling very insecure. I grew up not knowing how to be independent. I ran away from, I got married when I was 18 to run away from home and to travel the world. And for 10 years and I became a mom and all that kind of stuff. And then I was just trapped. I was trapped in an awful marriage and in, in a lifestyle that didn't suit me. And boom, reset things change, go to college, lots of different things. You're out on your own. And I realized that when I was 40, when I turned 40, which was a day or two ago, that I'd never lived life just for me. All that stuff that people did in their teens and their 20s and even their 30s had passed me by. I was somebody's wife. I was somebody's mother. I was somebody, I was somebody's daughter first and still was. And it got me thinking. It got me thinking more, especially as I made such a priority for my little girl to have self, to have really strong self-esteem, a really strong self-confidence in herself, and most important, that she felt independent, that she didn't have to run away from home, she didn't have to get married to run away from home, she didn't have to do any of that. She got to have. Choice and the choice was her choice, not my choice. And still to this day, when she asks what she should do, I get curious and I ask her. What to get to the bottom of what it is that she really wants? Does she want a trip back home to touch base with everybody? Because when she was 18, she packed her bags and I got in the car with her and we drove from Wisconsin to Texas because I wasn't just going to kiss my little girl at the door and say, See ya, have a good life. It was, Okay, you're going on your next adventure. I just want to see you off and do this road trip and have this last hurrah. And so you might be asking, What does this have to do with self esteem? And this is the self esteem revolution. This is the self esteem evolution. This is the self esteem liberation. This is you boosting your confidence. To achieve your desires, your kick-ass life, your inner badass, your inner adventurous, your inner, your inner confidence up the yin yang. I know who I fucking am and I don't need to prove it to anyone anymore. Just breathe that in. What might that be like? You don't have to prove who you are. You don't have to justify who you are. You don't have to explain it. You simply are it. And as other women, as other kids, as other men, as other people, see you authentically living you, not just trying to put on a show for anybody, because we can see through that. You being you. And so I got three keys today to get started with this. Hey, if you haven't already done so, go to lisagrunden.com to claim your free copy of unleash your inner adventurous playbook because this is the ultimate guide for your incredible journey. And it's more than just words and it's more than just a workbook. There's you get to write, you get to color, you get to draw and do all kinds of things. You get to dream really big. And if you feel so motivated, join our Facebook community. When you sign up for that, the opt-in on LisaGrundin.com, you will be sent all of that information because how cool it is to have other people that support you because, you know, that's one of the things that it is in self-esteem. So this is an extra, a freebie, is that for that high self-esteem, it's really that community that sees that look in your face, feels that That, whatever it is, whether it be of a lower vibration or a higher vibration, and they want to support you in you remembering who you are. High self esteem isn't just for someone who's young and perky and gorgeous breath, gorgeous teeth, gorgeous everything. You know what I mean? Because everybody is gorgeous. They just are. You just are. That's why I almost always say hello, gorgeous. It's embracing that. That's what makes the difference. I was in line at one of those tool stores. My hubby had me, oh, Harbor Freight. My h- hubby needed to get a couple of things, and I always loved to go on an adventure. And it was just really fun cruising through the aisles. And uh, here we are in a home improvement place, lots of tools. And I'm looking around going, wow, I wonder what piece of art I could create with this kind of stuff. It feels very tactile. And what can you do with it? That's high self esteem. It's what can I create? What can I create? And there was this woman at the cash register and all I noticed about her, she's really tall and she just had something about her. And I looked at her and I'm like, when I got to the register, it's miss. I just have to tell you, because don't you hate being called ma'am? Oh, 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 (laughs) miss. I love saying, Miss, hello, gorgeous, when you know them even better. I said, you have the most gorgeous hair. And all of a sudden, everyone in line around us was engaged in this conversation. And it went from needing to stand in line and wait for the cash register to change out and all the other stuff that goes on. And all of a sudden, all of us are talking and the vibration is happy. And yeah, this is more expensive than it used to be. But how lucky was it that I found it on the shelf? It hasn't been here for four months. And that that's how it goes. This is what the self-esteem revolution is. It's that choosing happiness versus that hooking in to that high vibe, which is you. it is your natural state. You were trained out of it. Happiness, high vibration is your natural state. And if you listen to the last podcast, I talked about just be 0, keep on going with the zeros and put a one there and happier. In the next moment than you were in the last. And it doesn't sound like much. And it doesn't sound like something that you, oh, you got to really work hard to achieve it. just the self-esteem stuff is really tough. I got to do point zero 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 one happiness more than before as well. What might be that be like? Because it's not like this big hurdle because self-esteem is your natural state. So I wrote down a couple of keys. That I wanted to remember to talk about to keep myself on track because sometimes, oh, it's just so much fun chatting with you guys. And the very first thing is to, it sounds simple, everybody talks to it, is to release that which no longer serves you. Okay, seriously, release that which no longer serves you. What is that? Have you ever had one of those thoughts in your head where, you know, it didn't quite feel so good? And then in the next moment, maybe you start thinking when your mom said this, or Susie said that, or your sister did this, or that teacher did that. or And then all of a sudden, you're thinking about when a friend of yours really hurt you, and it just spirals downward. Now, I'm here to tell you that those thoughts will never go away. They just don't. There are a couple of things that we do to shift the focus. It's revolution. It's legendary. It's evolution. You are not the same person that you were two seconds ago. You just aren't. You just aren't. The self-esteem revolution, achieving your desires, creating your life, your incredible journey on this life. Yeah, some things are going to suck. Some things are going to megaton ton suck and other things are going to be out off the chart, orgasmic excitement. Maybe it's sex. Maybe it's just so much happiness and bliss. Maybe this is the best fucking day of your life. And so, well, Lisa, if it never goes away, then how do I release it? There are release techniques that you do. You stop being addicted because to fixing yourself. And I'm going to talk about that a bit more in a podcast coming up about that whole broken concept is that fixing, oh, I got to fix this about myself. Oh, I got to fix this. I got to have better eye makeup. I got to do something different with my hair. I got to lose 10 pounds. I got to gain 10 pounds. I got to lose 100 pounds. I got to get a better job. I got to get, oh, I gotta I need to get three MBAs and two PhDs and that big, huge list of that fix it list, you know, that never ending. And it's not even a honeydew list. It's a fuck you bitch shit list. Yeah, I should write that down. And you were a honeydew. You are gorgeous. You are fabulous. And I'm going to keep repeating that. And I'm going to keep repeating that. And pretty soon you're going to be so used to hearing it that it might possibly be true. What if it were, what, and you could get curious. What if that were true? What if I really was gorgeous? What if, even though my boyfriend sucks, my girlfriend sucks, that this happened, that happened, that, and you know, that big spiral and how it goes, it's, you know what? I feel more than point zero 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 one percent happier than i did just two seconds ago ah <gasps> and you celebrate those are little wins and little wins become big wins and so then as you're on this journey so you start saying things to yourself like looking in the mirror and saying hiya gorgeous hello gorgeous hey gorgeous and notice what happens when you have a smile on your face Because part of what I didn't share with you in that at Harbor Freight in the tool store when we were in line, there was a woman, two people back, and she was with her husband and she didn't really say very much. She smiled and laughed and all that kind of stuff. And let me tell you what happened. This woman was basically nondescript. She wasn't smiling or anything like that before this conversation started. I just didn't notice her. Her energy didn't stand out in any way. It wasn't really negative. It wasn't really positive. It was just there. Have you ever had a lot of those just there kind of mediocre moments? My, a friend of mine coined the phrase low-grade suck. And we get so used to a low-grade suck that we don't think about it. Other people call it running on neutral, and that's okay too as we started this conversation, and everybody started contributing. And all of a sudden, she got this smile on her face. And that smile lit up the whole freaking store. I'm not kidding. It's not just a line from a Taylor Swift song. That smile was so beautiful. I could just feel Feel it booming from her. And so this former woman who was just basically nondescript, didn't really pay any attention to her, did nothing good, nothing bad, just nothing. I'm just like, wow, look at her, her eyes are shining, her smile is so engaging. It's how I would really like to hang out with her a little bit more and find out more of what makes her tick. Because underneath that kind of banal or that mask, because I used to be a big one for wearing a mask, it was a self-preservation thing, not a, hey, you need, must like me or else. It was a self-preservation thing. There was no mask. There was, It's her underneath all of that, underneath that shell, that crunchy, hard shell, that we think protects us is you. It's your wild, your wacky, your wonderful, your weird, your majestic, your crazy, your eccentric, your fabulousness. All of that is in there. And lots of people, when they see that, they just want to go, you're just, you're weird. You're so strange. And it's like, yes. And all of the most interesting people are. They have something they say. A friend of mine once said to me, Lisa, you know, you have a tendency to swear like a sailor. And I said, I thank you. I said, all the finest women that I know from history, from my current environment, have a a plethora of colorful metaphors that they use either all the time, some of the time, once in a while, that they're just really free to use their full vocabulary. Now that's a woman that I like to know, especially when they're 80 and really tiny. And then all of a sudden you hear them speak and you're like, whoa, that little chick just packed a punch. And so now what it is with releasing that which doesn't serve you anymore, because I've been talking a lot and I'm going to tell you about what I was really talking about. I've been talking a lot about bringing out your authenticness without making it such a big fucking deal, bringing out your authenticness, that zero 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 one percent happiness first, happier than I was just a second ago, two seconds ago, last week, yesterday, last month. Don't be rough on yourself. Oh my God, I'm the queen of trying to fix myself. I was the queen of trying to fix myself and get it right and have everything perfect. And let me tell you, some people are just going to not like you and some people are just going to absolutely love you and other people are just going to swipe. So what? The people that come into your orbit, that feel so good and juicy, you choose who is in your inner circle now. This is a self-esteem revolution, baby. It's not just for you. It's not just for me. It's for all of us. And the more that we share with ourselves, with each other, the more we start finding each other and spinning in little orbits. Have you ever seen little kids greet each other? If they haven't seen each other, wow, maybe since a couple of days ago or maybe like a couple of minutes ago and you see them greet each other. Or it's like when you get home and your dog greets you. It's Oh my goodness, I'm so happy to see you. You're the," the most fabulous thing ever because that's you. Now, what happens is the more you pay attention to that, these are, it's nothing new, it's called neural pathways, brain science, and neuropathways of things that fire, how we do what we do, and those ones that were the crap, the bogged downness, they start to get overgrown the path becomes unclear. Have you ever hiked? I'm a big hiker or excuse me. I used to be a big hiker and I'm reclaiming my hiker self. That's my adventurous. Oh, she loves to hike. And They become less accessible. accessible. And then there's these new neuropathways that are filled with growth and there's so much light around them. I'm a very visual person. I'm an artist. And so sometimes I can actually see or feel or imagine the vibrations of, oh, wow, there's butterflies and there's all kinds of birds and oh, there's a creek and look at those trees and oh my goodness, all of the wildflowers and look at the valleys and there's the mountain and oh, the air is so crisp and it's just warm and comfortable and it kisses my skin, those are the kinds of neural pathways that you're creating for yourself. And there are the times when all of a sudden something happens and it's back up and, oh my God, here we go again. And my old train of thought would have been, oh my God, I'm doing it again. <laughs> and then it's oh, point zero 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 one. Stop! point zero 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 one happiness I don't care how many times you need to remind yourself I don't care how many times you didn't choose happiness the only thing that fucking matters is every time you do that's it there is no long shit list of all of the crap you know you know my mom grew up saying everybody's on my shit list this person's on my shit list and oh another trigger there another oh god I don't want to get on her shit list life is (laughs) I don't want to get any worse. And celebrating you, shit list, whew. kiss list, love list. Actually, that's number three. So I'm jumping ahead of myself. It's creating that new essences and that 0.0000001% happiness. And you might be saying to yourself, my God, why does you keep fucking repeating that? Because you can't learn anything you don't already know. It's all about repetition. I'm a hypnotherapist. This is what it is as we reprogram people, not just their brains, their selves, their sense of self-worth, their sense of self-esteem, their sense of themselves, their very identity. And this is your identity. And so number one, stop paying attention to the old things, release them. We've got techniques and stuff like that. And of course, absolutely. We use them. That's not all we do because you are not in the fix it game anymore. You are in the happiness first game. That is a really big secret to the self-esteem revolution. And then you know what? Never stop growing and exploring and discovering whether you decide to go to a different kind of restaurant or go to listen to a different kind of music. I have a confession here. Several years ago, I used to live in Mass, and I was really plugged into the music scene. And I had a lot of friends that were all plugged into the music scene, and they had one thing in common country and Western music and I was just like quiet about it I wouldn't fit in so I didn't really say anything bad about it and as I'm listening to more music now I'm like Jesus this music is really awesome it really rocks it's a really catchy tune it feels good and I have I have Sirius in my husband's car we have Sirius XM and one day quite by accident I discovered the Garth Brooks channel and you know what he has all kinds of music on that station. It's not just country, it's not just men, it's not just women. You can listen to almost anything. I'm pretty sure I even heard a Nia Simone song. I'm pretty sure I heard, I am feel, I feel fine. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. That's what it is. That's one of them. I love that song. Anyway, so back to never stop growing, even if you didn't like it before or, you know, you don't, we're not forcing you to do anything. There is no should list that in order to really make it and in order to grow the right way, in order to explore and expand the right way, you must do this. You must have this many PhDs and this many MBAs and, you must have the you must weigh this much and there has to be this much in your bank account bull fucking shit that's way too much fucking stuff it's little stuff like huh what if I tried something different than my usual entree at my favorite restaurant what if I've passed this other place I'm in this different area of town that I always wanted to go to and it feels intriguing and you just stop in and what if you just ordered a drink you know what I mean and uh, of course it could be alcoholic, it doesn't really matter to me, just a different drink, just anything, something you never tried before. What if you smiled? What if you picked up a crayon, a marker, a pencil, a pen, a paintbrush, and just allowed yourself to doodle or scribble on the pages without any critique or any anything about it? What if you just looked around the room and just felt, huh, I wonder if there's anybody here that I would just like to smile at and maybe say hi how are you maybe just sit next to that growing and expanding that learning that discovering new things this is how you really push the air the areas of your comfort zone and that's when you hit your sparkle zone yes we go beyond the comfort zone we end to the land of the Sparkle Zone. The Sparkle Zone is the zone of magic and creativity and happenstance and imagination and more than .0000000000001 happiness first. It might even point zero 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 two or four or seven. This is you learning growing, developing, choosing, having some fun, expanding your horizons. Maybe go to different countries, maybe you check out a museum, maybe you listen to a different kind of music, maybe you go to a lecture, maybe, oh my goodness, the list is endless. I'd love to hear contributions on this. And all of this feeds into the key point number three, which is a thousand and one. Things that make you laugh. A thousand and one. Could you imagine in the Adventurous League on the Facebook, in your guidebook that you go to the website lisagrondon.com and you opt in so you can get that Adventurous Playbook. Playbook where you get to play and explore and have fun and create. And you make your list of a thousand and one. Things that make me laugh. And then we share that list everywhere. So people are looking in that list and like, yeah, I did that. Yeah, I did that. Oh, I never tried that. Do you know one of the best things that I'm so blessed to have? I got to tell you, because I love dogs, I have three of them myself. And next door to me is a wonderful young couple. They don't have two legged kids, they have four legged kids and she's a foster mom and unfortunately there's always an endless supply of pregnant moms dogs that need to be taken care of during their pregnancy during the delivery and nursing those puppies there she takes care of them and so there's very few days (laughs) that there aren't Puppies next door. So then they go from the teeny tiny little ones that you just get to hold, and oh, they have those puppy smells, and they don't really do anything. They're just just like a little lump. However, they're just like this. Oh, and then you see them, and they get bigger, and they get bigger, and you see their personalities, and you just go over, and you get to pet them, and they're all like. Oh, we get to see you. Oh my goodness. Uh, my idea of heaven everybody is that I am completely surrounded and followed 24/7 by puppies. I'm crawl, puppies are crawling all over me. It's fabulous. I love it when I see paint. I'm an artist, especially This particular thing happens with watercolor when there's the water on the paper and you've got the color on your brush and you just start dabbing it in and painting your whatever it is. If you're doing a line or a mark or just a blob that becomes something else and seeing the color ooze through the water and how it changes color and it changes texture and shape and then you add a little more of that color or maybe you add a little more of this color and you see it come alive and it makes me smile because I've learned long ago to no longer judge harshly what's happening on the paper. I just allow it to continue to unfold. That's what it is about you. That's number two, that constant and never ending, expanding curiosity, learning something new. We don't teach little kids. What? You don't know your ABCs? What a dumbass. We don't teach a little baby. What? You can't walk yet? What's the matter with you? We don't do that. We encourage them. That's what you are. The self-esteem revolution is all about the connection, the encouragement, the support, the you, the you. It's your natural vibration. You may have been disconnected from it maybe for decades, maybe for years, maybe for just moments. It doesn't really matter. And the people that come into your inner circle are the ones that you know what? They're liking this. It feels really good. Somebody gives a compliment and all of a sudden everybody erupts in a higher vibration. People are laughing. People are smiling. People are talking. It totally changes everything. Even the people in the other line were looking over and I'm sure they were saying, wow, I wonder what's happened over there in that line. That was fun to be over there in that line. And some people might've been thinking, Oh, would you just be quiet already? I want to check out and I want to get out of here. And whatever it is, perfect. We're not here judging people, but there's been enough fucking judgment, don't you think? I know I've been judged enough and I know I've judged more than enough of others as well. I'm not, I'm not, I don't live in any kind of glass house. I don't stand on any kind of statue. You know what? And we're all perfectly, wonderfully, I want to say, I don't want to say the word that most people would think of is flawed and really what it is fabulous really what it is fabulous. So come join the adventure. Come have the fun. The self-esteem revolution is you releasing the past, knowing that it's never really gone. However, the other neuropathways, pathways, the other things you're paying attention to, the things in your life give you more joy. And when those other things come up, you have tools and strategies and friends, 2am friends to just be with. Ah, oh, never stop learning and expanding. You're growing always. And 3001 things that make you laugh. How exciting is this? So until next time, hey, follow my podcast, get that guide, lisagrunda.com, and gorgeous. I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.